This message comes from Jackson. Seek clarity in retirement planning at Jackson.com. Jackson is short for Jackson Financial, Inc., Jackson National Life Insurance Company, Lansing, Michigan, and Jackson National Life Insurance Company of New York. Purchase New York. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. For the presidential nominating process getting underway this month, the Supreme Court, on the eve of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, agreed to hear whether former President Donald Trump should be disqualified from primary ballots. NPR's Carrie Johnson. Just a few days ago, lawyers for Trump asked the high court to take this case. They say it's of exceptional importance. The first time judges have moved to bar voters from casting their ballots for a leading presidential candidate. And voters in Colorado who sued to throw Trump off the ballot there also wanted the Supreme Court to weigh in. Time is really of the essence since states print ballots early for absentee voters and military service members. The Supreme Court scheduled argument in this case for February 8th, and a decision may need to come soon because Super Tuesday is happening in early March. The case involves a decision by the Colorado Supreme Court, which cited the Constitution's insurrection clause to exclude Trump. Maine has also moved to disqualify him, but other states have gone the other way. NPR's Tom Dreisbach reports the FBI continues to make arrests linked to January 6th. Rioters were bent on preventing Congress from certifying Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election over then-President Donald Trump, and many came prepared to do so violently. In the three years since, the Department of Justice has brought charges against more than 1,200 people. Most of those defendants, around 900 or so, have either pleaded guilty or been convicted at trial. The charges range from simply breaching the building to assaulting police, bringing guns onto Capitol grounds, and seditious conspiracy. The FBI is still making arrests in January 6th related cases almost every week. The Bureau has posted images on their website of rioters they believe assaulted cops and continue to ask for the public's help in identifying suspects. Tom Dreisbach, NPR News. Keeping up with Secretary of State Antony Blinken, he has a busy day in the Middle East today, traveling from Turkey to Crete before ending his day in Jordan. It's part of a week-long tour, and as NPR's Jackie Northam reports from Tel Aviv, each stop is aimed at keeping the war in Gaza from turning into a broader regional conflict. Secretary Blinken's focus of his Mideast tour is the war in Gaza. He's expected to urge Israel to curtail its intensive military campaign there that has killed more than 22,000 people, according to Gaza's health ministry. He's also expected to discuss Gaza's future once the war is over. But there are other dynamics in play which threaten to destabilize the region, especially along Israel's northern border with Lebanon, where there are almost daily clashes between Hezbollah and Israel. Tension ratcheted up further after a senior Hamas leader was killed in Beirut earlier this week. It's widely believed Israel was behind the deadly airstrike. Blinken is due to arrive in Tel Aviv Monday. Jackie Northam, NPR News, Tel Aviv. And you're listening to NPR News. The incidence of respiratory illnesses continues to grow across much of the country, and the latest assessment from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention finds that now's the time for people to take precautions. NPR's Ping Wong has more. COVID and flu hospitalizations are increasing in most of the country. Dr. Mandy Cohen, head of the CDC, says the U.S. is in full-on respiratory virus season. We're seeing particularly high circulation in the southeast, but really no part of the country is spared. There's a lot of viruses. 
Wastewater data show that the levels of COVID are even higher than last season's peak. And while severe COVID cases happen less often than they used to, COVID is still the most dangerous virus out there this season. Cohen says there's still time to get vaccinated against flu and COVID, and that people should take measures to protect themselves and those around them. Ping Huang, NPR News. Alaska Airlines is temporarily grounding its fleet of Boeing MAX 9 aircraft following yesterday evening's emergency landing in Oregon. The airline says it's working with Boeing and federal authorities to figure out why a window and a piece of fuselage blew out in midair. The flight carrying more than 170 passengers and six crew members landed safely in Portland. Michigan Republicans scheduled to meet today with uh, leadership of the state party in play. Many of the state GOP leaders are calling for the resignation of Chair Christina Caramo. Caramo has been uh, state party chair for less than a year, but her leadership has been marked by debt and infighting. Caramo says she will not recognize any vote if she's removed, claiming the meeting has been illegally organized. This is NPR.